0: Welcome. So good to be with you on this Wednesday as we get together for a little midweek Bible study and devotional time. And I'm so glad that you've chosen to join us today, taking a little time out of your day, uh, whenever it is that you're listening to us, whether it's Wednesday, not Wednesday night or uh, Thursday afternoon or Friday morning or whenever it is that you're listening, I'm glad that you've taken some time out of your day to to join us to, uh, to hopefully encourage you and uh, uplift you uh, whenever it is in your week uh, to continue on in your walk with Jesus Christ and grow in your relationship with Him. You know, on Sunday mornings, we're in the midst of a series uh, that we're calling Home Improvement. And Uh, In the series, we're looking at the Apostle Paul's words in Ephesians chapters 5 and 6. And that section that we're looking at is what many scholars refer to as the household code. And in this section of Scripture, Paul talks to us about some of the key relational areas in our lives, namely uh, our marriages. Uh, our families, parents, and, and their relationship with their kids, kids and their relationship with their parents, and even our relationships in the workplace. Uh, but at the very beginning of this section, and even in your Bibles, maybe sometimes this might be in the section before. Sometimes it's not in this section, but it really should be in this section. Uh, but in that, right, right before this, this section, or at the very beginning, of, I should say, of this section, uh, Paul says these words. He writes these words in Ephesians chapter 5, uh, verse 21. He says, Submit to one another. Out of reverence for Christ, and in saying this, Paul is dealing with, I think, the basic remedy for pretty much all of the conflicts that we experience in our lives. And specifically in this section, Paul is going to go on to apply this principle as he discusses the relationship of husbands and wives, of uh, parents and children, uh, and of relationships in the workplace. As I I mentioned earlier, Uh, and, and in each case, the remedy is always the same, just as it is for really any relationship. And the remedy is this, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. If we have any desire to be part of the solution to the issues surrounding us today that we are involved in today, then we must do so out of an understanding of what God has revealed about the heart of the problem. We must go back to the, the cause really of all human strife. There's no way, uh, or there's no one, I should say, who at some point uh, who has not at some point, <laughs> okay, there's no one who hasn't at some point asked the question or something along the lines of this question, how can I get the greatest satisfaction out of life? How can I find fulfillment? And listen, it's not necessarily wrong to ask questions about purpose and fulfillment and satisfaction, but it is rather selfish to ask them in ways that are primarily concerned with my satisfaction and my fulfill. When we ask the questions that way, we're asking as though we're the only person in the world, as though we're responsible for our own self-development, our own self-satisfaction and, 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 and purpose. And, and listen, sooner or later, in my attempts to develop myself and to gain satisfaction and fulfillment, I'm going to find myself on a collision course with someone else and probably more than just one person, multiple people who are attempting to do the exact same thing. I'll find that my efforts to satisfy myself are continually sabotaged by others who are also trying to achieve satisfaction in the same way. I insist on my rights and others insist on their rights. And in the end, we become obstacles to each other. But Paul changes the whole pattern for Christians by introducing, introducing two radical factors that alter the whole situation. First, as Christians, we must never forget that in every relationship of life, another person is present. It's not merely a problem of what I want versus what you want. In every relationship, the Apostle Paul reminds us, a third person is present, the Lord Jesus Christ. He's also there, which brings us to a second matter we need to keep in mind. When I'm at odds with another person or at another person, to see that Christ is there too is to make me aware immediately of what he has taught me. It's only when I forget myself and devote myself to another's fulfillment, to another's satisfaction, that I will actually find my own heart running over with grace and satisfaction and fulfillment. And This is one of the fundamental mysteries of life, and yet it is confirmed to us when we really open our eyes. It is confirmed to us each and every day. Those who desperately try to satisfy themselves are the ones who end up hollow on the inside in the end. Our Lord put it this way in Matthew chapter 16, verse 25, for whoever wants to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for me will find it. And so it then becomes, I think, a question of priority. Either you can insist on having your rights, and in the end, good luck finding true satisfaction and fulfillment in your life and in your relationships, or you can put others first, humble yourself, and seek to give others their rights. And in the end, actually truly find true satisfaction and fulfillment because that's the way God designed for us to experience it. And you just think about if we were to do that, if we were to live life that way, think about the kind of marriages we would have, the kind of families we would have, the kind of workplace settings we would have, the kind of relationships in general we would have if we would apply this principle and submit ourselves to each other. Think about how glorious that would look with every person showing deference to each other. We would be able to cut out so much conflict and strife immediately. We would be able to work together without any issues arising. The harmony that God desires us to have without division would constantly be put on display in our relationships and in our lives. You know, the truth is the life of a Christian Really, what what God calls us to in so many ways, the life of a Christian is a life of submission. As Paul says in Philippians chapter 2, one of the great passages in Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 11, we are called to have the same attitude of humility and submission that we see in Jesus. And when we're submitting to others, as Paul says in Ephesians chapter 5, the verse we just read, we're actually submitting to and revering Christ. We're submitting to and revering Him, Christ Himself. And let me tell you this. There is no greater purpose and satisfaction and fulfillment to be found than when we live life in submission and reverence to Him. Hope you have a blessed day. God bless.